This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It is episode 456. Uh, Thank you for being here. Oh, wow. I can't ever remember what episode (laughs) number we're on, so eventually we'll get it wrong and people will be like people won't notice anyway whatever keep us in check we are recording our first podcast in our new studio we don't have a name for it yet um that'll happen in time i hope i don't know or shoot us some ideas shoot us some ideas but no we're we're in the new studio it feels awesome we got new equipment we're trying all this new equipment out for the first time uh, so if something's off, that's why we're figuring stuff out. We're uh, working class. We're not techie, nerdy dudes, but we try to be, uh, I guess, when it comes to podcasting as far as quality goes. But uh, no. What's up, fellas? Oh, nothing. Just chilling in the new studio. Oh, it's uh, crazy. My, my Drinking old-fashioned. Doug's here. Eric's here. What's going Mark on? Chandler's here. What's up? We're celebrating with old fashions. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. What whiskey are you mixing this? This is Buffalo Trace. I'm a fan of Buffalo Trace. It's good, man. I think that kind of makes the old-fashioned, don't it? Hey, cheers, fellas. Hey, cheers, boys. Hey, and shout-out to Devin Leonard for getting us these cute little 30-30 lover action drink mixers from uh, the Gun Barrel in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. (laughs) Just a nice touch. And shout-out to that waitress at the Gun Barrel. They are delicious, too. Bless her heart. They are good. Bless her heart. Um, The only thing that's going to change about the studio is we're going to build a new, new table for it. And we're not sure what to do with the old one. I kind of feel like we should give it to another podcast. I mean, we can. I said burn it, but it'd be kind of cool to give it to another podcast, wouldn't it? Or hang it on the wall, take the legs off, and just hang <laughs> it on the wall. That would be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> just put it on top of the studio here in our storage area, and we or should... we can put it on the roof and we just yeah. go up there and sit around it every once in a while. When we go, <laughs> when we go up there to drink beer, we're going to need a spot to put beer on. So there you go. just set it up up there. Just let it wither up there in the weather. Yeah, we can we can clear coat it and put it up there. It'll be fine. Okay, we should make it like our incorporate in our booth at trade shows. That would actually be pretty cool. It's too rickety though. Well, if we're getting bigger booths at the shows from now on. We'll have room. There you go. Yeah, Anything I can make can more table legs. Anything can happen. That's true. Anything can happen. Uh, any announcements, fellas? Anything that we need to hit? Uh, first of all, thank you to everyone that came to the shoot. Um, a ton of fun. 
we have the date set for 2022. Yep. That is June 11th, the same weekend as it was this year, um, the weekend before Father's Day, I believe. Um, so just mark your calendars. I don't want to say, hey, I would come, but I, I have something came up. No, you, you, you got plan, a year. You plan this a year in advance. That's right. It's like a wedding. So got to be there. Can we give a huge shout out to everyone that came and helped with this studio too? Oh man, while we're here recording in the studio, just us. But like, I wish I had a list of all the names. Yeah. Oh, I wish we did too. But I mean, we can't thank you guys enough for everyone that came out and gave us a hand. I mean, even if it's for a couple hours, but yeah, everything helped. It, yeah, I mean, there's been so many hands in this whole studio. Oh, I mean, you crazy. from from paint to the bar to plumbing to electrical to bricks off the back of the building to yep. I mean, it, it goes electrical. Casey and Ross killed it. Uh, Nick, I mean, main shout outs right now. Casey, Ross, Nick Whitwer. Uh, I mean, Judd. 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 Oh, man, Judd, especially with the Cedar. Gene. Uh, Gene. Gino. He was here a lot. I mean, see, we're getting into this hole of trying Mark. to name people. Mark Reif, um, everybody, really all of our good friends. Yep. And in Jake. And new good friend. Yeah, my brother-in-law. See, he hates when I do that. He's like, oh, yeah, just <laughs> tell your buddy to come over. <laughs> um. I bang a sister from time to time, so um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Take that, Jake. It's funny. Me and Jake were buddies in high. Well, we we've never not been buddies, but I was introduced him as like, "Hey, it's my brother in law," because I feel like it's weird to just be like later on find out, "Oh, you guys are brother in laws, right? You guys are somewhat related." Yeah, so I hit it off right at the rip, and he's like, "We were friends first, Kurt." <laughs> so I have to start doing that. But anyway, yeah, everyone who did any amount of work went to get a big group photo and frame it up in here or something like that yeah but, absolutely but it's nuts man we're in here we're it's in crazy here. the trans the transformation that took place in what two months yeah, yeah. what's up i'm not i'm not trying to bring the house down here but uh, i want people to realize like the timing we worked with here literally like the weekend my dad passed away like we closed on this building at the mm-hmm. same time and my dad knew about it and stuff so it's a bummer like i wish he could have seen this because he'd be so stoked you know what I mean? But yeah, he's proud, um, man. Yeah, he's that, proud. That's it. But yeah, he, I mean, he for sure would be and um, just stoked. He was stoked about the whole thing. Like he couldn't believe it. He was so excited. But but I mean, that just goes to show you like how busy our lives have been and the timing that we closed on this and still finished it in the time we did just a few months, two months. Oh, that's crazy. Um, that just goes to show how big of a help everyone has been on this and we truly can't thank them enough so there's no way to actually thank somebody for the shit they've done to help us out with this place i mean if it was just us here doing this it was this would have taken us six months or a year yeah with everything going on you know who who knows but uh just know we're super grateful for everybody and if you guys ever come to the studio as a listener or a supporter at all you will see a photo eventually here of everyone that touched this place like i'm talking if you touch this place in the build you're in the photo yep um, but no, but I guess some thank yous, the shoot, um, other stuff coming up. I don't know. We don't really have nothing, but let's just kind of get cut to it here and, uh, enjoy it. Huh? Yep. Let's do it. Cue the music. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Mutt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. 
Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. Really, really not that good. Sick. There it is again. I was going to just let it ride again, just shut it off. Welcome to the podcast. See see what we're doing here? New equipment. What's up? I'm letting it ride. It's us. Uh, the podcast is presented by Elite Archery, and I will tell you, I'm loving my remedy a lot. Yep. I like it a lot. We were all dialed in at the shoot this weekend. For not being prepared for shooting just with everything going on, we were pretty. We we're shooting pretty damn good. We were lobbing them in there at 88 yards. I'm just saying, me and Eric were in the 80-yard curly shoot. You down. guys were, yeah. What's up? What's up, I Doug? was not. You ain't got any excuses. <laughs> you got no pregnant wife. Yeah, I got nothing. Your really. parents are still married. Everybody's happy. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you got nothing but time, brother. <laughs> your mom still does your laundry. Next question. <laughs> what bow are you shooting, Doug? <laughs> the result 36. It's a pretty unit. The big boy. And, and uh, even though Austin now thinks wheels are for cars, he does have an elite. Well, this year we're bringing the elite out. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit while we're on it because – these aren't only, I mean, yeah, we believe in everything we're talking about, but I want to conversate through it a little bit mm-hmm. because I think everyone leans on you as being Mr. Only traditional guy now. No, no. That's not true. No. It's, if I have an absolute monster whitetail show up, like I'm talking like a 70s, 80s type deer, I'm going to bust the elite out this year. And obviously on this moose trip, we're going to be packing the elite. Mm-hmm. Are you bringing a traditional equipment at all? You know, I've thought about it, but we're going to be so limited on weight and. I don't like. I've got such a low poundage bow that I don't feel comfortable even bringing it up for moose, and I I don't want to go out and buy a heavier poundage one just for the trip because I know that the elite's gonna. (laughs) I'm gonna bring the elite up anyways. So that's responsible. If if I can kill a moose with a bow, I mean, for my first trip up, yeah, it is your first trip. It's not like yeah, it's just gonna be epic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to. Maybe on trip number two or three, I'll take the stick bow up. Are you team remedy? Yes. Ross is shooting the encore, right? Yes. Yeah, which is a kick-ass bow. Yeah. I'm shooting the Encore also. But super proud to have Elite as our title sponsor for the rest of uh, 2021 into 2022. Super proud. Uh, we have we should be getting them guys on schedule to come in studio. That should make yep. for some fun stuff. Um, also, Big Time, huge shout-out to Big Time for supporting the shoot yep. um, the last two years. And I know they're going to do it again next year. And um, it's the only thing that sucks, I don't know if Joe Humphreys will make it because it's his daughter's birthday. Yeah, every year. Every single year. It Same is. birthday as mine. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, the shoot is on your birthday this yeah, year. Yeah, but I'm going to go. That's hard this well, time. Well, that's no fun for anybody. Whatever. Doug? Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think you big, said that this year, too, I think. I figured across. <laughs> if you say that, I don't know if Big Time will title sponsor it again. Joe, I didn't mean that. Big Time uh, gave away, um, as Judd said, a small farm worth of seed. Yeah. Yep. Over 50 acres of uh, food plot seed, over 4,000 pounds of supplemental feed. Yep. So just so, showing up, you won. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you'll leave with something. Um, so shout out to big time, big supporters. I, uh, right now, I think our uh, the soil the WCB twenty one. What the fuck is our code, Doug? Um, works right now on the on <laughs> the uh, soil test kits. It doesn't normally work on the soil test kits because it's kind of oh, like a third party. So thing. it literally works for everything on the site now. Right now, yes, it works everything. for everything. Yep. Uh, so check out bigtime.com. Also, Spy Point cameras, cell cameras. Um, they are, oh, man, they're doing a ton. And it's priced for the working class. Like, I think right now you can get a two-pack a two pack for Spy Point for under 150 bucks. Yep. That's insane. And the cell links, that's priced. Like, if you already have trail cameras and you are not don't have, like, the budget to buy new cameras or new cell cameras, you can get, uh, for example, I ordered some last year. I run six cell links. I ordered, I think, three or four of them through Shields online when they had a sale, and they were, like, 39 bucks, 40 right. bucks, something like that. Cheap. Um, so it, that's the best bang for your buck. I get the Verizon ones. That seems to work best for our area. Um, I don't know. Do you have the Verizon cell link? Um, I can't remember what provider mine's through. Mine kicked ass, so I got no complaints. Put lithium batteries in it, make sure yep. everything's updated, good SD card. Um, and you really Mine outlasts my trail camera by far. Like the batteries in the trail camera. Oh, really? It did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's for impressive. Sure. What I found, too, I found this is a little hack. If you have a cheaper camera and you know how they have, like, the weather seal, like on that cell link, you are closing. It's like a flat cable, you know, and you're yep. closing that in the camera door. What I did is I took a knife and not made a notch. I pulled the seal out but made a notch and then put the seal back in. Its there you seat. go. So then the, the – It's ca- not smashing the cable. Yep. The cable helps the seal seal where your notch is. Right. And then you, it's, like, clean and nothing gets in it. So that's a pro- – I learned that from Cole Young. There you go. And I ad- adopted it. Pro tip. Uh, Rogue Ridge. All right. Funny story about Rogue Ridge. So this actually isn't a funny story about Rogue Ridge, but it relates to the ad we did the, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so I love my Rogue Ridge. Oh, yeah. um, I know you love yours. Oh, yeah. I've been riding the shit. I'm taking mine to my brother-in-law's dirt bike track, and I'm going to jump the fucking thing, and hopefully I make it out. But anyway, I was joking around about how much fun it is. Like, yeah, it's a hunting tool, but I'm also I have a ton of fun with it. And I made a joke about how I'm going to, like, break my collarbones on it because I get reckless on it because I can't help myself. I'm a child. And then I was like, well, I'll just go to work and get hurt and then uh, just claim workman's comp so I can hunt. It would be hard to hunt with two broken collarbones for the record. But (laughs) it was a funny joke. Well, the other day, my boss calls me, and I think he just, like, randomly turned on the podcast and listens to that ad. Like what are the chances? <laughs> what are the odds of that happening? And, and he called, he, he actually called me and another guy and he's like, Hey Kurt, I think we're going to have to get you uh, in some like safety training or something like that. And I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? He's like, Hey, I turned on your podcast randomly on the way home from work and heard, you know, he, he basically repeated what I said. And at first I was like, what the hell? I don't even remember saying that. And then I clicked back and found it. I'm like, Oh <laughs> shit. I kind of, I did say that. that. I was like, yeah, I did say that guilty, but I was like, nah, I think I need sarcasm training, not safety training. But uh, I just want to say shout out to my boss. He's like probably the best boss in the world. Now, every time you get hurt at work, they'll pull up on the camera and be like, yeah, that didn't happen here. <laughs> yeah, yeah look, look at this. But now, if, if you're listening, you know, you're the best boss ever. So uh, just, just kiss that ass. Just remember, hunting season's coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to set a reminder out there to all the working class listeners that uh, if your boss is cool, it don't hurt to uh, let him know. know. Pamper him up. If you have a podcast and hopefully just randomly hears it by chance to make up for you being a dick, <laughs> that always works better too. That's right. Um, but no, uh, back to Rogue Ridge. Love that thing. Oh, yeah. um, I, you know what? I've been testing it. So I, I'm weird with stuff like that. I never let it fully run out of batteries. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always keep it charged. Yep. I've been keeping it in the garage, and I'll go ride it for a little bit and park it. And just to see if over, like, a week or two weeks of it maybe being parked for a few days that the battery dies. And not it, at all. It has not. Nope. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what the science of batteries is, but it's uh, it has not died. <laughs> the science of batteries? For all your – everyone wondering. <laughs> it's good. So I think if you – like had it hunt one week and didn't charge it for a week, you'd be fine. Oh yeah, be totally fine. You know what I mean? Uh check out Rogue Ridge. Um also scent crusher. Which I have uh I have the room clean plugged in the new studio already. Of course. I, I don't think wanna, the first thing to be moved in. I don't want to run it because I uh, it won't kill the cedar smell. Maybe no. it will. No, it won't. There's so much cedar in this building. There's a lot of cedar. <laughs> if it killed the cedar smell, I'd be worried for my health. Yeah. <laughs> you know you got I mean? bigger problems. You got bigger problems. Um, that is going to play. Are you going to bring any sort of, this is going to, I don't know how to ask this. Are you bringing any sort of scent control as far as scent crusher products to Alaska? So I've thought about this. I've got the roller bag and I'm debating on using it to pack some gear in to bring up. as luggage pretty much. Yeah, but I'm not sure exactly how it's going to happen. I need to get my friend's advice. He's already been up there and he, they use like uh, dry bags so you can throw your gear out of the float plane and not get wet. So yep. I might end up going that route. I'm not really sure how I'm going to pack yet. I got you. Okay. You just take the Halo Series unit with you. There you go. That's right. Charge it. Yep. And then, the, I mean, one charge gets you a lot of cycles. Yep. Well, Should last you the whole week. That's what I'm probably going to do when I go. So I, I drew my Wyoming tag. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was going to, to be honest. But I drew, yeah. I drew my tag. Um, I'm, That's probably what I'm going to do is bring that unit. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to drive. So I'll probably bring the whole roller bag because I can throw everything in there. Well, mm-hmm. when you're that limited on gear, like every guy can have 100 pounds, and that's food, bow, rifle, ammo, clothes. I mean, everything. 100 Each pounds ain't much. 100 pounds is nothing. So if you want to cut your clothes in half and bring that up so you can charge things up, keep it fresh, you know. It's a good it's call. A, it's a good idea. Yeah. Probably lots of merino is what you'll be packing, huh? Yep. Got five pairs. No shit, undergarments and all that. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, Scent Crusher, it's, they actually have an application for about everything. Everyone. I'd like to get one of their Wash 03 units for the studio. That when we have guests and they wash their clothes and it's got like the ozone. And Absolutely. I, I, I don't know how it works. Infu- it's all infused and intertwined in there. Intertwined. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do not have it's Joe, science. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Dude. We need Joe Dirt sound bites for the podcast. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, and Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, hot damn. Uh, your mom just got her buck back. She did. She did. Looks amazing. Does it? Yeah. Does it look? I I saw it when it was like in the buildup. Yeah. I, it hadn't had finished work on it yet when I saw it. No, it looks really good. Like the detail in the face and everything, and yeah. then, um, the posture of it. What do you call it? Um, I don't know what she got. Did she get a wall pedestal? Yeah, wall pedestal. That's what it was. Is that her biggest deer? Yeah, it is. One seventy two. One seventy two. Jesus, dude. And not a lot of junk either. Just a big, nah, just, just a 10. big, clean, framey. We need to get just your mom in here and just have her just like shit all over you about how she kills bigger deer <laughs> she's been holding it down for you don't i mean she hasn't killed bigger deer than me but you can try <laughs> she can keep trying is all you said yeah <laughs> i feel like your mom would be kind of fun on the podcast she would she's a good time well, she's good time. To get you got a veteran shout out i do so i've been enjoying the new studio so much i just am conversating through these ads <laughs> oh it's man fine. so it's it's presented rad. by operation hha usa and uh this was submitted by spencer off to Dole. Oh, Dole. Hopefully I'm reading that right. Um, the veteran is Dan Off to Dole. Uh, was in the Army. It says Dan was my father. He was in the armor. He was an armor recruiter for 20 plus years. We bonded over his stories of basic training, his different placements throughout the world. 
We also bonded over hunting and everything else outdoors. When he wasn't working in the wood shop, he was out in the woods or down by the lake. He taught me almost everything I know about being an outdoorsman and a man in general. He always my first call from the woods and was always most excited for others to get their buck than he than any of his own. He recently passed away this year, and I'm going to miss him in this upcoming season, but I know he'll always be with me. Also says uh, he's been to Africa. He hunted zebra, ginsbuck, is it springbuck? Is that mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and Cape Buffalo, and up in the UP to hunt sheep and hogs. So No kidding. Yep. Thank you for your service, and uh, sorry to hear that, Spencer. Man, that sucks. Thank you for yeah. your service, yep. man. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Man, cheers. Sounds like he was, uh, yeah, cheers yeah. to him. Cheers to Dan. Thanks for your service, Dan. Appreciate you, buddy. Man, we're about to break these glasses over that chair. And make sure people can hear it. Man, that's too bad. But sounds like a badass, huh? Yeah. He's been everywhere. Well, that's sounds cool. like he got to do some living in his lifetime. Dude, right. you know, that's I, that's what matters, man. It really is like doing ex- like things that you can experience, I think. You know, like different perspective with my old man passing away. is like my my dad did a lot of cool shit, you know. But there was always, like, the bucket list. Like, he wanted to kill an elk. He wanted to do this. He wanted to do that. And I'm like, yeah, I want to do that, too. And I always thought I'd do that with my dad. Right. I'm telling you, man, you got to go and get it. That's why I called Trey, and I'm like, I'm going elk hunting with you next year. Let's fucking do it. Time's a lot shorter than you realize. You always always hear people say it. You know, it's the older you get, the faster it goes. But it's it's crazy how fast it goes. And it's weird because it puts, like, a perspective that it's not, like – it, it's fine, yeah. Like you say, it's fine. They'll be fine. Like anybody can pass away doing anything. Oh, yeah. True. At any minute, any minute, anything random. And that's like what I've realized in here. Like you always think your old your dad's invincible. Mm-hmm. Like he's your superhero, you know. Right. And like with some shit like that, or your best friend. Like you always just kind of not that you take for granted that they're there, but you just don't ever think anything is going to happen. Um, but shit does happen, and that's I don't know. It does. That's why, dude. I'm I'm going for this mule deer in this fall, and just trying to. Like I'm gonna take when my we have a baby due next month. I'm gonna take some time off and enjoy my life, yep. and enjoy time with my family, and do it. I can probably taking more time off than I probably should financially, but it's like what the fuck? It's just money. Yep, I'll make more of it. Yeah, I'll be there, there when you come back. back. Yeah, fuck exactly. It. Well, cool. Well, that was a fun intro. It's fun just kind of cutting up in the studio, and <clears throat> let's get to it. We'll get our guest on uh, bow hunting league. In over the phone this week, you're supposed to be in studio. I don't think we realized how far the drive was, and then we we literally got set up last night. Last night, and I'm like, man, we got new shit. I'd hate for you to drive out here <clears throat> and just something go south, right? You know what I mean? Like this whole mixer board just fucking takes a shit on us, and we just oh, yeah. dumper send it in for warranty. <laughs> um, so we decided it'd probably be best to opt in to just do a phone call interview. So we'll get them on here, and hope you guys enjoy. And thank you so much for the support. All right, we have our first actual podcast guest not in studio but first podcast guest ever while being in our new working class bow hunter studios <laughs> over the phone over the phone um we have ben harrison and dan porter from bow hunting league what's up fellas hey man I, we should probably have you guys introduce yourselves that way people know who's who real quick before we get into it all righty so uh i'm ben harrison uh live in indiana moved up here Oh, shoot. I guess we've been up here six and a half years. Found um, the Bow Hunting League back in 2015 and uh, been having a lot of fun ever since. I like and it. I am Daniel, uh, Daniel Porter. I am working down here in Florida. 
I love to bow hunt. I usually do five to seven states a year, more if I can get it. Um, I've been with Ben since 2017, I want to say, and I just I love everything about this this league. I love seeing how it's grown and love meeting new people. Dang, we started losing you, Dan. But I could we made out everything you said, but for I don't know what was going on with you. Just cutting, in, cutting and in and out. Are you there? Can you hear me now? Yeah, now it's yep, good I'm again. Uh, so. So you've been with Ben since 2017 with Bow Hunting League. Yes, I have. So you guys, so As, go ahead. I'm, I apologize. We're 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 chopping it up here. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say as we as we keep growing, I keep grabbing more roles. Uh, I just I, my new job is Ben's ringer. Anytime he comes up with a crazy idea, um, I'll either tell him, "Hey, that's really smart," or I'll tell him, "That's dumb. You need to just tone that down." Five degrees. Don't do that. <laughs> you got to have that guy, Ben. That's right. Oh my gosh, man! You, you imagine that I'm all over the place all the time, and it's I, I I request that Dan comes on these things with me because I just get off on these tangents and I just start talking and and there's no time where we go just like this. Yeah, but but in all honestly, that's kind of like a podcast perfect guest because that just means it's the less work we have to do. If like if you're doing what you're supposed to do as the guest, that's good. But I know what you're saying like you kind of need your built-in company PR guy to make sure you're not. Uh, getting too off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got some other guys too, that have been with us a long time. Uh, especially cause we started out, you know, the contest started out as, as, and which we can talk about all that stuff, but it started all back in 2015. And my buddy, Matt Powell has been with me from the beginning. Um, lots of other guys have stepped in for roles, you know, within Facebook group and stuff too. So that's cool. Uh, James Messner and uh, Corey Bonin and Alan Bullard both have all helped us some. That's awesome, man. I didn't know you guys have been around since 2015. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, we were really small for the first three years. Was it just um, because you were kind of feeling it out to see? Well, let's, let's go back. Let's go back that. Let's go back to okay. 2015. And how did it all get started? Yeah, like was it just an idea and you just made a Facebook page or what the fuck happened? So <clears throat> I was – me and uh, – the buddies, we, you know, we all hunted together. There's about seven of us that hunted. We're all, I'm from Tennessee originally, and we just bow hunted, and that's all we did was exclusively bow hunt. And most guys in Tennessee, if they do hunt, will hunt up until muzzleloader and gut opens, and then they gun hunt, right? Which, I, nothing wrong with that, but that's just, we were exclusively bow hunting. We we're kind of like an anomaly, you know? Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we would always sign up for these free contests, these free team contests, like through Archery Talk and Bowhunting.com. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. You know, I met, actually, that's where I met uh, Dan from, was the Archery Talk contest. And uh, I just, you know, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and stuff. But the only thing that got on my nerves was you get signed up with these guys and then half of them would pick up a gun, and, and they didn't really care about the contest very much. So I was like, mm -hmm. I want to start a contest where you can build your own team and you can push each other and, um, you know, have some of that banner back and forth and, you know, just kind of, you know, just some, some actual competition and not just luck of the draw, who you're going to get on your team kind of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like it. No, I think it's a good idea. Um, especially it's kind of cool. Cause you guys probably felt like, uh, you were single and not singled out, but yeah, like you said, you were the anomaly in your area, which, uh, you know, in Illinois where 
me and Austin are from. We got Doug and Eric here, Iowa boys. Which, but we we don't have rifle season, and our gun seasons are pretty limited. So I feel like primarily most people here are bow hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. we we all grew up with the classic uh, big buck competitions and whatnot. You know, mostly locally at the old when deer check ins were a thing. Um, I think it was bigger then, but we in seen, Iowa it's more you go to the taverns who shot the biggest deer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but no, I like I like the idea. It's kind of cool that it came from that. Um, kind of purposely doing it the harder way and and kind of having fun with it. So so then after yeah. you guys get going, like where does it snowball in from here? So like this thing evolves every year, right? Everything's always changing, mm-hmm. and you know you try to make adjustments to make things better. That's what we're constantly doing. But like you said, you know, those big buck contests, you know, everybody used to go to the, the grocery store or the gas station and, you know, opening day of gun season or just on the weekends, they would go check and see who checked in what deer and who's killed what kind of thing. You know, we had a harvest log at at the, the store. We used to have to check our deer in and stuff. And it's kind of bringing back that country store, big deer camp kind of thing yeah. that we've lost because especially like in local areas, you know, things can get pretty competitive. And I've noticed that back home, like we don't really have that camaraderie anymore. And like, so what, what, what we've done is we've allowed, we've got kind of created an environment where like-minded bow hunters can hang out and you end up, developing like these deep relationships with these guys and like you end up hunting with them like out of state and stuff but anyway uh dan you want to say anything before i get too far off track <laughs> yeah no you're, you're good so like i like that you talk about the, the the league side of everything and the actual competition but the thing that i'm the most excited about now is kind of what you're just touching on like the camaraderie and like the atmosphere that we're providing so mm-hmm. i started hunting and bow hunting in 2014 and I lucked out because I was on these little tiny forums where people still took the time to mentor you and, and they'd give you a phone call and they'd write you long emails and they'd send you articles and, and you got help. If I were to start out hunting these days, I wouldn't even know what to do because you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook or even some of these forums and you're either getting trashed, you're getting convinced you need to go spend thousands of dollars on stuff to have fun. And you're just you're going in 18 different directions. That We're too, and it's like you, you made a good point. Everyone's mfing you, or everyone doesn't know shit, but is pretending to know. Yeah, shit. everybody right. thinks they're a professional. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely, yeah. and, and what I can promise you about you know this page is we've got a lot of people that have the knowledge. They're those good old you know working class individuals that will take that time to you know talk to you, mentor you, but they're going to show their worth too, like. I watched so many people kill some monster bucks last year and that's who I want to reach out to. Like, Hey man, you shot five wonderful bucks on public land in four different States. How did you do that? You know, let's, let's get a beer. Let's, let's have a phone call here soon. And they do it. I mean, that's so cool. Yeah, no, definitely. That is awesome. Like the sense of community. And I was going to ask you, I was going to wait a little bit, but I wanted to ask you guys, I, I'm glad to hear that you said like the, the sense of camaraderie is like a positive thing here, because I'll be honest when I see a lot, like a lot of these competitions, I think are pretty cool. Like we've, uh, we've helped out with promotion on some ones in the past. I thought were kind of neat. Um, 
But in the back of my head, I've always kind of had this idea of like, man, is is building up this like competition between hunters even more a good thing? Because it's already everybody's already motherfucking each other. Like, is this a good thing or is exactly. it or is it steering it deeper in the opposite direction? And I think the answer is. And and please correct me or tell me to kick rocks because that this <laughs> this will make for a better episode here. I think the answer is yes on both sides. Absolutely. You, you're going to have your guys that have these egos in their head mm-hmm. that are like, I'm the man, look at me, I want to beat everybody. And that I think that's the wrong way to look at it. But then you're going to have these guys that go in and like, let's have fun, make friends, and just try and kill the biggest bucks possible. And then congratulate the guys that do beat you or kill bigger bucks in this competition because ideally – that makes bigger bucks for everybody if everybody's trying to shoot bigger bucks. Well, yeah, and on top of that, you're going to give each other shit, too. The camaraderie comes yeah. in there where yeah. you're going to give each other shit. Yeah, yeah. So but, that comes in. But what I'm saying is, like, playing devil's at there's some dudes that have this ego already in hunting because nobody can call them out on it because they whatever they do on their own. Like, you know, you're going to have those guys. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, I think it's going to be, you know, what the majority of people are good hunters are good people. Majority of hunters are good people, and I think it'll spin in a positive. But you're always going to have some of those egotistical, cocky assholes that yeah. are going to try and. They've been doing it since bags. 2015. I'm sure they. Yeah, drag they ran into and, some, and I'm sure you guys have seen plenty of both. Yeah, and so one one thing about that that definitely exists. And what's different? One thing that's different about our contest is we give everybody a platform to communicate together. You know what I'm saying? It's like a, like I said, it's a big deer camp. The guys with the really large egos that, you know, want to talk crap about people, you know, killing X deer or whatever, just like, why are you shooting that? They don't last. Right. Right. Good. For one, because it's, it's falling on deaf ears in the second, and they, they just don't, they don't get that ego pumped up. So they have to go to other groups and just pick out people, you know, mm-hmm. and just be their, their arrogant self. But yeah. Uh, do you have anything to add? Dan? Yeah, so, I mean, we're very fortunate. Um, you know, as far as super egos and stuff like that, we've, we've got a couple, but they were humbled this last year when, again, these people that are quote-unquote not industry folks, you know, they just, these are the people that are in the, the oil fields eight months out of the year, and then they come out and hunt, and they shoot 516 bucks. Like, those people with the egos get quiet real quick. Yeah, and oh, then, I can uh, imagine. The other thing, kind of like Dan was saying, is uh I, as well as the other mods, keep a very strict um, a standard for this page. I want this to stay where, you know, a 12-year-old kid could join our page and, and his parents are going to be okay with it because there's, there's no one, like, straight-up bashing. I'm good with, you know, the good old fun, you know, banter, but, you know, if you start swearing, popping off, calling people names, you're gone. If you want to make fun of someone's buck that they killed but that made them happy – you're gone because we don't have time yeah. for that. We got 20,000 people. 99% of them are here to have a good time and have fun. And I want to make this page great for them. Mm-hmm. Good. That's, all, that's yeah, good. That's to hear. awesome. So, Hey, before we get any further into this, can you guys break down 100% what bow hunting league is, how to get into it and what the rules are? Like I want, before we get deeper into this, I just want to like lay it all out. That way no one's like, well, what exactly, you know, I don't want any question marks in anyone's head while they're listening. All right. Dan, take it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, I'll fill in the blanks. I'm running a doe off while I'm talking. She keeps coming up here trying to eat out of the feeder, and she keeps running back and forth. But go yeah, ahead. You're a bird feeder, right? 
Yeah, bird feeder. <laughs> so our our main hub is the Facebook group Bow Hunting League. On there, you will sign up, and our main contest is a three member team. It doesn't matter if it's you and your family, you and some buddies. Or if you want to join in, we've got threads where you can meet other individuals all across the United States and sign up with them. What's cool is you don't have to limit yourself to like, I can only sign up with people from my state. Nope. My current team right now is someone from Missouri and from Kentucky. Uh, if you can't tell, I kind of you know, was strategic about that. But anyways, um, for the contest, each member can shoot as many legal bucks as they want you have unlimited upgrades oh really but for the for the team contest itself your highest scoring buck is what's going to be counted towards your overall team score so let's say three of you shoot 150 inch bucks your overall score is 450 inches and then we'll place you depending on where you fall on the list Gotcha. Okay. We go off of a gross score. We do not do nets around here. I like that. Okay. And what was it for an individual? You can shoot up to how many? So it's unlimited upgrades as long as they are legal fair chase bucks. And you take the biggest buck can, out of that? Yeah, that you can true. enter. Now, as far as the individual contest goes, we have what's called the King of the Tines. So your top five for the season will go into that King of the Tines. And What's neat about that, <clears throat> we have what's called the showdown, okay? And I know y'all talked to Cole quite a bit, and he actually qualified for it, but he had, like, work or something. He had to go to Texas, and he went to Texas hunt or something like that, or work or something. Yeah. And uh, the top ten in the King of the Tines and the top three bucks that get killed that year, all those hunters get invited to go to a – a group hunt at the end of the year. That's kind of like what you're saying earlier. You know, you're asking about the, uh, but does this bring out the best in guys or the worst? Mm-hmm. Well, at that showdown, it's clearly the best. The guys that want to be there, the guys that want to compete, you know, they're all, everybody that was there had killed three bucks last year, like all Pope and Young class animals or bigger. I mean, we had a couple guys that killed five and six, you know, Jeez. But just killers, you get man. all, yeah, and, and you don't have to, you know, what's cool about it, you know, you think like a group hunt, right? And you're like, all right, let's go do a group hunt with the guys or, or some, you know, just some random people. Well, you're probably going to be holding somebody's hand at some point. What's cool about this hunt, you don't hold anybody's hand. Hell, you're following people around trying to figure out how to kill stuff. <laughs> right, right. I mean, there's a lot of knowledge down there, but that was. And, and I will say too, like, I don't want to make it seem like I think everybody who kills big bucks has this ego because I find guys like that, super high level guys like that, typically are the quietest guys. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. You get your guys that, the, the guys that I would talk about with the ego, they're the dudes that are like wanting to be those guys so bad that they have to be loud about it. It's the same thing with like the loud guys are always the guys that are the fastest to run away. The quiet guys are the dude you got to worry about. Um, right. I was going to, I was going to compare it to the military. Like, the ones who are actually out there doing the things are the ones that are quiet in the corner being humble. The ones who are the wannabes and all tacticals, those are the ones that are not doing as much. Right. And I right. can say that because I'm military, so I'm going to talk smack all day. <laughs> thank you. Hey, thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you, sir. And, and that also analogy probably applies, like, probably in anything, right? Oh, yeah. 
Um, but that's and, good to hear. And something that, and something that's kind of unique about us too. We're a we're a group built on a fat. We're on a foundation of killers. Okay, we had three mods that qualified for that showdown hunt. Okay, so it's not like you just got this guy like, oh, I want to create a hunting group and. And I like hunting, but I don't know anything. Like, all of our mods are qualified. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're getting people that, that understand, you know, some of the struggles with the industry, some of the good things, uh, how to kill deer, stuff like that. So it's not like you just have somebody that just knows how to turn a computer on, you know? Right, right. Okay, so let's get back to a little bit of, like, the rules and stuff. So, like, so I imagine there's some people wondering, okay, you kill a deer, now what? So we are very big on integrity here. So what we'll do is to submit your buck, you're going to email in a picture of your deer with a bow. The, the, the bow must be in the picture. And you're going to send in a sheet, whether it's a you know filled out Pope and Young score sheet or whether you scratch it on a napkin. And we, we ask that you send as many pictures as you can. So, you know, if you're trying to say you've got a 175-inch buck, you know, don't just send a picture of the thing laying seven feet away and you're just snapping a quick picture. <laughs> right. Makes sense. And that's, that's all we're really going off of. And what's cool is, you know, we've got a panel of people kind of like Ben was just saying that there are a lot of big buck killers. So we can look at a buck and go, yeah, I see you saying 140, but that's really a 110. Um, and that's a struggle, you know, with, with it being such a large contest, we have people who probably have never scored a deer before and that's okay. Um, where it really comes into the play is like, you know, once we start getting towards the top 10 teams or the top 10 individuals of, uh, you know, the king of times, we can request more pictures. Just be like, hey, man, uh, you know, I, I see that you're saying it's 180. Can you send us a picture of the uh, G2 measurement and uh, with a tape up to it and then like a couple mass measurements? And just with that, we can say, yep, it's legit or we might yeah. need to rescore that. It's right. really the same thing when it comes to like being like a panel Pope and Young measure, like you know, if if a buck's one twenty five and three eighths, it's never going to go to the panel. But if it's pushing top five in the record book, a panel is probably going to end up measuring it. And mm-hmm. there's going to be I don't know ten, you know, just say ten guys are going to all probably put hands on it or look at it or whatever, you know. Absolutely. Okay. So another question and for like this. We, go ahead. We've also worked out with uh, like uh, we've got some really good scores with Buckmasters. Like, you know, and I don't know if you guys have talked to anybody with Buckmasters or anything, but that group, that scoring group is just taking off because they've got a more realistic approach to scoring deer. You know, they don't have a drying period. Um, you, you know, you're, you're not bound by, like, you know, cell camera rules and all kinds of stuff, you know. Yeah, it's gross so, green score. Yeah, just green score whenever you get it there, you know. Yep. <laughs> and what's cool about it is Buckmasters waived all their fees to enter deer coming from the bow hunting league and we've also got a list of like fifty scores nationwide that have volunteered to score go and score deer locally or go to guys meet guys or we got phone numbers on like a phone number sheet and stuff. So if a guy really doesn't know what he has if he's got a great big deer, he actually owes it to himself to get it professionally scored because more than more times than not, the deer scores higher when he's professionally scored. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a official measurer. I'm not saying I'm going to volunteer cause I don't have time, but I should, <laughs> I, uh, I don't have time to measure deer for Pope and young in general, but no, I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it, it, one, if, if people get a deer that they want to have measured entering the league, it want to educate some and then also get some supporting good clubs, whether it's Buck Bassers, Pope and young, Boone and Crockett, whoever, you know, exactly. So I got to plug this into just so, uh, people can stay on the hook um this is a free contest i don't i don't know if we said that yet you know for the um, record we're all signed up too just so everybody knows yep yeah i think so, you guys have like five or six teams in it okay can i, I look can i clarify what what all that is so everyone that knows when they read yeah, the list yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us what you think about it or, or your perception of of bowhunting league in general yeah yeah just you know to to what you think your viewers would understand because like i feel like we try to talk on a high level sometimes no no i think it's great i think you guys have, have broken it down very well and i like the uh i like the humble like community approach of it because well, I think, before we go too far like is this whitetail specific or is there other species involved or what's going on there thank you eric that's a good so right now we are allowing whitetail mule deer coos stick of blacktail and the way we've structured it for this year is each deer might have a handicap. And the way that we have built this handicap is kind of built off of previous archery contests, but it aligns kind of with the Pope and Young minimum scores. So I want to say that a mule deer minimum typical is 145, where the whitetail is 125. So if you enter a mule deer, we're going to take off 20 inches. Okay. We're on a coos, and are we adding 55 for Yeah, the coos? it's a bunch. Yeah, it's a bunch. And it's just, yeah, it's just a straight adjustment based off the Pope and Young minimums. So we're, we're running that again for this year, but we're kind of in a review right now where we might drop that going into the future. The one thing that I love about working with Ben is he's open to change and, um, you know, okay, that was how it was done with other contests, but that doesn't mean that's how it has to be done with our contest. So right. we're going to mm -hmm. run it again this year, see the feedback, because one thing that I'm excited about is we do have more Western participation this year. We've got a lot more uh, uh, Western reach, so I anticipate a lot more mule deer, and I, I want to see what that does for the overall scores. I'm hoping I have a mule deer in it. So so what you're saying, like you're, the whitetail is kind of your baseline. Oh, yeah, yeah. we. We started, you know, when we started this thing, Tennessee and Kentucky were our top two states. And by large margins, um, we just, and then we started expanding out, you know, we added a bunch from Missouri, Texas and stuff like that. But I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking mule deer when we started it just because it's, you know, wasn't even in, in our, in our mind at all. So but now, yeah, we're definitely considering adjustments. And one thing for that, uh, one reason for that is most of the guys that are shooting mule deer with a bow, they're spotting and stalking. That's a hard-ass hunt. Some of them are high country in Colorado. You know, like, we're not taking anything away from their experience, but I definitely don't want to take anything away from their score with that being, like, a much more demanding hunt. Right. So, yeah, I can uh, see we're that. We're definitely evaluating it. 
it, it's a other, tougher. The other thing too. Go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say the other thing too is I mean, how, how can we compare a mule deer to a tight, a whitetail when it, it's similar comparing Iowa to to Florida? You know, we're not giving Florida deer a buffer, even though they're predominantly going to be a smaller, you know, scoring deer to Iowa. So why are we doing that? You know, west to east. So that was just another thing we've been thinking about. Yeah, yeah that that's is a, that's that, a good comparison. Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. I'll let you guys figure that out because I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to go at it. Personally, I like where it's at. I like that buffer with the mule deer. I mean, when you look at the books, there is a 20-inch difference when it comes to Pope and Young between a mule deer and a whitetail. I like where you yeah. guys have it. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's Clay bad. Clay Thurman would disagree. Yeah, but his opinion doesn't really matter. <laughs> but but really, though, you look at it, I mean, that is, on average, that's the case. You know, if this is primary. Whitetails are the focus, right? Um, I, I kind of get it. I You know, I'm going out to try and kill a muley this year, and I agree with how you guys have it. Um, now, that being said, that people might hate me for this, if you want to win in the whitetail deal and kill a big whitetail, you have to go where big whitetails live. Same thing. If I know I have a 20-inch buffer for a muley and I'm going to go kill a muley and that's going to be one of my entries, if I if I actually care, if my ego needs to be fueled that bad and I actually care that much about winning, I'm going to go to where I can kill the biggest muley. Yeah. Um, True. So I, I should, if that's all I care about is winning bow hunting league, then that is how I'm going to decide where I'm going to go, right? Like, is, yeah, is that right. that makes sense? Is that a bad way to think about it? If that's all I care about, no, it's, no, no, it's no, it's not. And the thing is, like, everybody wants to kill big deer. Anybody that says they don't want to kill big deer, they're lying. It's they're 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 trying to either make an excuse or I don't know, like, just try to like get out of that conversation, you know. But one thing about this contest and about this group it opens up opportunities for guys to get in bigger deer without having to, to go pay an outfitter or to go somewhere unknown without any information and hunting but by themselves mm-hmm. so, so to, you go, know, we, go with, to go with what ben's saying about that i'm a numbers nerd i, I might throw it a lot in here so just i'm just telling you that now but um, this last season and this last turkey season and anticipated for this upcoming season, we have 102 members who have swapped hunts. Wow. That's, well, that's awesome. Cool. That's, that's it, like it, it a high, way higher number than I ever would have thought. That's very cool. Well, so a lot of it, you know, started with like turkey hunts and stuff like that. But, um, you know, as we've gotten larger and we do these things like the showdown where, you know, you've got 10 killers in the house that you know like man ben i saw you crush you know a tennessee buck i've never hunted tennessee do you mind if i come out and uh experience that with you but if you do that i'll take you to my place in oklahoma and it just there it is that's super cool yeah that is awesome that's what i like about it okay absolutely so everything i said about the ego thing I take it back because I don't take it back. Like I'm glad, I'm glad I brought it up because I know I wasn't the only one that was going to think it, but um, it's good that like that, that amount of community makes up for everybody that wants to be an asshole. And what's cool about it. There's nothing wrong with being confident. Confident is different than cocky. 
and I think exactly. everybody knows that, you know. And, and what, what's 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 funny is the most successful guy I know on any ground, okay, is Matt Powell. He's my best friend. We've been in this thing forever. And I say that, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, whatever. No, this guy is, like, for real. Like, it's crazy. But he'll be the first one to tell you, like, look, I've been on a good run. I may just not kill anything this year. And he said it would not surprise me because he's realistic at the same time. It's the guys that think no matter what I'm going to kill, you're never going to kill a bigger deer than me. Those are the ones that that, that you don't really want to be around. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah, the guys one. that go around saying I kill big shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes to talk to that guy at a bar. Right. Right. <laughs> we've, all, we've all been there. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. Okay. As soon as yeah, I said, you yeah. should have seen what I passed this year, I'm like, yeah, sweet, dude. Barney walks up with it, pulls his phone out, like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Matt, <laughs> but when you're talking about guys that are on that higher level, you know, guys that are looking for 150, 160 plus type deer, they know realistically that it might not happen that year. I mean, when you're looking for oh, an yeah. animal of that caliber, you know, you might eat a tag for a year or two before you catch yeah. up with one. You're gearing yourself up for uh, less. Uh, I mean, because there's just not that many. Yeah, they're hard to find. Level. And, and I'll tell you, so when my dad shot the Geyer buck, uh, the Geyer uh, buck, most of our listeners, I don't know if you guys are aware. It's, it's a, I, I know. Yeah, I know what deer you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, he's like a, almost a 200-inch eight-pointer or whatever. Yep. He's, just, yep. he's a monster. 191. If he was in bow hunting league, he's a 191-inch mainframe eight-pointer. So that's crazy. When my dad shot that, I remember our a guy I grew up hunting with, Jim Burns. Like I, I look up to this guy just for his hunting experience, like just years in the game. You know, the one thing he said is, "Golly, he, deer like that just don't come around," and that's so true. A true deer of a lifetime. A true a deer like that yep. just don't come around. It's yep. not often you see a deer like that that comes around. So guys that are hunting deer like that. They just don't come around every right. year, especially. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So simple, maybe so dumb. But for some reason, when he said that, it kind of stuck with me. It's like, fuck, if you want to hunt deer like that, it's few and far. You're going to be waiting a while. Yeah. You're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> I like my 145 yeah, and, it, and 150s too much, boys. Oh, yeah. I, li- I like the 130s. But, uh, <laughs> but what's, what, what's funny is. Hell, like, 125 walks in, right? I'm fucking, I'm making Play-Doh snakes, yeah. boy. Especially in, especially yeah. in Florida. In like, Florida. You know what I'm yeah, Florida, that's a guy. Exactly. In 95, I'm making a Play-Doh snake in Florida. Oh, my God, yeah. They'll put you in the and newspaper. See, and, and just like what you're saying, like, they don't come around. Powell killed a 185 in 2011, all right? It was the third, is the number three all-time buck killed in Tennessee. Wow. He has never killed a 160. The last the last two years, within a five-day period, he's killed three 150-pluses within a five-day period in back-to-back years. That's impressive. Yeah, that is. And public, public ground... Ohio, Kentucky, just everywhere, just flying around doing it. That's even more impressive. Yeah, it's a guy that's getting <laughs> after it. Yeah, but hey, but it's it's fun, man. You get all types with this thing. I love also, it, dude. I, hey, one thing I wanted to get to because I started talking about it, but then Eric brought up a way better point. Um, <laughs> for your credit, uh, the, I just like the different uh, subspecies of deer. Oh, yeah. um, we do have, we are signed up for this. 
Um, I didn't sign up last year. I don't, I don't know where the fuck I was. So let me let me kind of explain this a little bit. <laughs> so we have a, a group on Facebook called Team WCB that we call it. It's Team WCB. They're like our. Um, I don't like to call. I don't like to use the word field staff, but they're like our crew, and like they're hand selected. And uh, I know a bunch of them competed. Like Colt Young was in it. Um, he's still on Landon. on the team. Landon Thomas. Um, bunch they of people. got really close too. Yeah, they, they were up really in close. in the mix. Oh, um, Clay and Damian and I placed up. I think around. And we were in the top yeah, ten. Yeah, y'all did. Yep. Yeah, yeah, y'all were up there too. So this year, I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't realize. Not I guess enough, I didn't though. fully have my head wrapped around it, or I didn't like. I'm just doing other shit. You had your head in your ass. What you're saying? I had my head in my ass, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Thank okay. you. Thank you. Um, but being around the bush. But we signed up for it this year. But what we decided to do is so Doug and Eric are Iowa. And our our boy Clayton Biggs, we, we call him Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> Name's not Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Meyer. Clayton Meyer. Chappelle Show reference, uh, which is hilarious. <laughs> you guys are Team Iowa, Iowa. WCB. Yep. Me, Ross, and Austin are Team Illinois WCB. So then if you see any other name with WCB on it, there are people that are on Team WCB. So I pretty much – and we have people all over the country scattered throughout different states – and uh, you know it doesn't matter what they where they hunt or whatever. I'm not even sure who's in it. I know uh, is got, Dana and Cole are in it again, and who do they have with them this yeah. year? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't paid attention. I've been Rachel's in it. Well, I think someone on this podcast can probably tell us who they're with. Yeah. Well, um, I know that. I know. I thought it was. I thought it was Landon. Landon's on it with them. Yep. Yeah, Landon's on there with them. I know Phil's got a team. Yep. Um, I've seen him post, he posted like their collage the other day and, uh, Rachel, she's got a team. Cool. Bitty Boosh. Shout out to her. Yeah. I, li- I listened to her, uh, I listened to her podcast the other day. That was a pretty good one. Hey, I'm going to say this cause <laughs> well, I know yeah. she won't mind. That's a bad bitch right there. Yeah. That's she's right. a killer. She, she's doing it. And like you, you can hear like when she's talking about it, you know, she's got, she's got some fire behind her as far as like kind of some some of her experiences and stuff but like she definitely you know it's funny she's talking about having to pick that lease out and everybody told her it sucks <laughs> yeah yeah so that was pretty funny no she's awesome so, uh, so i mean we we do have some killers in yeah. there with wcb but i thought it'd just be kind of fun to kind of like hell throw wcb on there be kind of funny because you know people are gonna be like what the fuck is this bunch yeah. of idiots in here all together <laughs> don't kill shit well, yeah. this, well about uh, about year three, and that's when DA came in. I told him, I said, you know, I said if you look at the the hunting industry in general, okay, you've got the big dogs, you've got Waddell, Bone Collector, you got the Drury's, the mainstream, you got Lukowski's, yeah, you got the big dogs. But then everybody else, they've got some awesome stuff, but they're we're all just segmented everywhere i was like we need a way to bring everybody together and then if they're able to have a really good year or just continually kill big deer maybe we'll help them reach more people yeah and that's and that's kind of what this has morphed into yeah i mean what better way to then put up numbers with your deer killing that's right so, so so i'm i'm a little opposite of what ben said um <laughs> no no I, oh, damn. I'm not All right, like, you're breaking this company not, apart man yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, this is just this is we're yin and yang so 
um, you know, we're talking a lot about big bucks and everyone's hearing this talk about big bucks, but I don't care about all the big bucks. I want a place where you can come celebrate the buck that made you happy. Absolutely. And okay. I love that. Good call. La- la- last Fuck us, year- right? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, last with your year, good points. Um, yeah. You with all your we, uh, points in class, <laughs> your numbers. Yeah. We were, we were a little bit more geared towards, towards the bigger bucks, but this year we, I mean, we threw out this whole new strategic game plan to make sure that it's not just about killing the big bucks to come in and have fun. So, um, we created subclasses. So um, your main contest, your three-man team, top ten people, top ten groups are going to get prizes. Uh, your king of the time is going to get prizes. Your showdown is going to get prizes. So that's all your big buck stuff. We also have prizes branched out for each week. Starting September 1st, going to end of February, we have sponsors, which we can touch on this in a little while, but that are covering each week. So if you shoot the biggest buck of that week, you can win a prize. Now, we all know that it just depends on the week. You could win that with a 50-inch deer or, or a 250-inch deer. Also, we have sponsors for each month. So let's say all of us killed a buck in September. All of our names are thrown into a hat, and someone is drawn, and they win September's prize. So what's cool is, again, you know, I, I don't want everyone to hear this and think, big deer, big deer, big deer, why am I going to sign up for this because I don't shoot big deer? Nope. Come in. Celebrate your, your your harvest with us, and you can still win prizes. Because, mm-hmm. again, we've structured it in a way where, sure, your big bucks are going to win some of the bigger contests, but we have stuff for everyone. I oh, love it, man. by the way – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, no, you're I'll fine. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you that I love it. Keep going. So, um, you know, we're, we're taking this on so many new levels, too. So uh, we're going to have a top trad team – this year, we're going to have a top prize for the top trad buck, top youth team, top youth buck, top women's team, top women's buck. We're just branching out because here's what's cool is as Ben has been growing this, something that I love that he's done is he's been bringing everyone else with him. And what I mean by that is companies, sponsors, manufacturers, we don't discriminate. If you come in and you support bow hunters you're coming along with us so um company x if you're sponsoring this week we're going to promote you to our team or, or to the page this week um and it's just a great symbiotic relationship ben how many companies do we have with us right now 80 yeah we're we're 75 80 small businesses awesome that's impressive and that's really impressive as of yesterday i tallied it up here's the number $53,725 worth of prizes to give away this year for a free contest. Damn. That's awesome. Very yeah. cool. That is badass. I like, okay, so going back to like the subcategories and stuff like that, um, I feel like this threw a little bit of salt in somebody's wounds here in our studio. <laughs> <laughs> and notice how I emphasized on wounds. Uh, the Lord, Austin Chandler's in here. Um, and he was Mr. Tradman last year. That's right. I didn't do too bad with it. You you killed the game. And got lucky for my yeah. first year. I know you guys are growing and evolving there at the old bow hunting league, but your boy, your boy, felt a little left out. I feel like I'm coming at you this year. 
Got to do it again. <laughs> hey, send me your address. I'll send you a hat. A sticker. Give me a sticker <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> like and subscribe for hey, a sticker. <laughs> One of those fake tattoos. Yeah. Dude, I'd rock it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, get Austin a temporary tat. You know what? I got an idea. Okay, we'll talk about that later. But uh, Austin was the, the trad man last year. Uh, I'm I'm giving you guys shit. I love that you guys are evolving. But well, uh, the best part about it was like Clay and I have been friends for a long time, and we were on the same team. So I told him I was going to shoot the longbow, and he so he made the comment of, "Well, Austin's limping in with a longbow." So the first thing I had to do when I shot my first one was like, well, I'm just out here limping around with my longbow. So I did it, and then I shot another one like five or six days later. I'm like, man, I'm just out here limping around shooting shit. <laughs> out there handi- handicapping yeah, it. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought you killed too. I did. You're, you're, yep. in Illinois, you're in Illinois, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> man, when it. you guys talk about these categories, though, I'm just racing through my head, like biggest spike. Hey, when, when are you guys going to add a transgender league? <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck to say in that one. Hey, got you, bitch. Hey, you gotta stay politically correct these days. Hey, hey, hey we ought we ought to we ought to rainbow flag the ba- uh, the the logo and since it's Pride Month. Okay, well, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. We're, we're gonna piss people off. We gotta move. My joke went too far. You guys' silence made my joke seem way more worse than it should have been. <laughs> I thought they were going to hang up there for a second. I can't tell if I'm the Click. asshole or you guys are the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let the listeners decide. Sorry I did that. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, well, kids and women, they got their own category, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah. And, and again, as we evolve, and again, I, my take on this is it's not even so much about the, uh, the contest. It's about, you know, the... Bow hunters all together, taking care of each other, taking care of young people and teaching them, you know, all the cool things. Because of that, I'm watching outfitters, taxidermists, and um, archery companies step up. And what we've started doing is uh, we've got state-specific stuff, too. So I want to say we have 15 different states right now that the top up gets a free taxidermist mount. Oh, we have cool. eight nice. states. Eight states that, you know, if you shoot the top buck, you're going to win some type of outfitted hunt. And when I say outfit, like you might be shooting pigs. You might, we got some alligator hunts. We got a fishing trip. It doesn't matter. It's it's cool because these people are coming. They're like, this is so awesome. I want to take care of the people too. And they're donating this stuff. Um, and what I'm super excited about, I had this phone call uh, two nights ago. And this, uh, this place out in Kentucky offered up a hunt for the top youth in the United States and the top female in the United States. So once again, like some kid is going to go out now because maybe their parents are part of the league. They're going to sign them up as a team. They're going to kill a buck, whether it's a you know 42 inch buck or whatever it may be. And they just won a free Kentucky hunt. I love it, man. And that's pretty cool. Cause we just had a local listener sign his daughter up and a couple of her friends. Yeah. Trevor, um, did. Trevor Dana's daughter, right? Dana's daughter, and then someone from yep. Ohio. Yeah, near Clinton Casper. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, and they're all really young. Yeah, really young. 
and ran into it. That that makes me happy. I hope they all kill two hundreds oh, and yeah. just mop the floor with everybody. Dude, I yeah. hope. They, oh yeah, I hope. Wouldn't that be sweet so if bad. the top top three teams were all youth teams? Well, you had a women's team winning and two youth teams or something. That'd that transgender awesome. team <laughs> just pulling awesome. right in behind. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. Hey, easy. They just easy. can't get off of that. My bad. Easy. My bad. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I'll take a chill pill. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't think you were getting into this shit, did you? Uh, me either. Well, um, <laughs> hey, well, I, I got I pre I pregame pretty hard, so I'm I'm in good shape. <laughs> yeah, well, we're alcoholics, so uh, welcome to the club. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> good thing you're not in studio because it'd be a lot weirder. Yeah, you want to run to the kitchen, yeah, there, Doug? I think, or I mean, the green room. Yeah, the green room, and get us some beers. Um, no, I love it, guys. I really do. I mean, we're we're fucking around, but it's great that everyone can join and make the team, and it's free. And you guys, you guys have kind of built like a perfect platform to snowball in companies in a way to where nobody's mad at it. Cause as soon as you get sponsors, usually in anything, people start to talk. Um, but it benefits everyone just for being apart for no money. Um, right. so it's amazing. I think it's good. Um, and I, I like your guys' approach and camaraderie as of not being like hardcore competition. So that, that whole route from the beginning makes this competition better for and just trying to bring everyone together. Yeah. is awesome. Definitely. Definitely. And, yeah. I, and, and I'm sure, and I'm sure you guys have had people invite y'all to come hunt and stuff periodically. I mean, I'm sure you probably had to, Hey, come out to Missouri or whatever, but I don't think I've seen anything quite like this group as far as like the trade and hunts and stuff. And I think that is the thing that is the most valuable out of everything. If we had $500,000 in prizes, I still don't think it's as valuable as that networking. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I, I think it's great. Um, so I'm, we have the uh, rules pulled up here on our studio monitor. I think, I think King of the Tines is a pretty cool deal. So for one question I had for King of the Tines, if it's a mule deer buck, do you guys still handicap that buck? Yeah. Even yeah. on that you do. Yep. Uh, state prizes, top buck per state prizes, weekly big buck prizes, randomized monthly drawings, unlimited upgrades. Um, I'm just kind of going through here. I, I want to make sure we cover everything, you know? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. I got a question here. So I have a backcountry Wyoming mule deer hunt coming up in september i might not be what's the report like so i shoot a buck how long do i have to get it into you guys 10 10 days yeah you have 10 days and if for some reason you know you don't have a tape out there and you know you're gonna be close you just reach out to us we're gonna we'll make sure we take care of you okay the main thing that 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 the the one that really got people twisted on Last year that we implemented, we implemented a 48-hour rule. You know, in my opinion, if I don't find a deer within 24 hours, I'm not going to find that deer, period. It's, you know, and if, if I do find him, I didn't kill him. Infection killed him or something killed him, right? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we, we started the 48-hour rule as a recovery rule, and again, this is a integrity honesty rule that where guys are like, yeah, I've, I found this deer on day three. He doesn't count. And that actually happened to clay. Yep. Um, and, and he's cool about it and everything. He's like, it sucks, but it, it's cool. It and is what it because, is. 
it is what it is, and what it does is it actually gives our contest a little bit more credibility, I think, instead of guys just holding up deadheads and saying, hey, I shot this deer last month or something, you know. Yep. No, that's very fair. That's very fair. I like that 48-hour rule. I think you could, you know, grid search and find a deer that you did kill within 48 hours. That Yeah. That's a good call on the 48-hour rule. I agree. I definitely agree. And then – you know, anything past that, you'd be like, oh, man, I just didn't find it. Like, I killed yep. it for sure. I just walked past it. It's like, oh, it just sucks. You didn't get it in time. What, whatever. But, no, I think that's very fair. Uh, my, my only question was, like, for that 10 day, like, I might be out there for 10 days and there's no cell service. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I might be able to in-reach you or, or whatever. Um, but I was just curious. Like, you know, granted, I get in there and I get out and I, and I get it in time. But, um and I, I just know there's a lot of guys doing high country, back country mule deer hunts that might kill oh, yeah. a deer back there, and they're 12 miles in, and they, it takes them mm-hmm. that much time to get out. And then not only that, like maybe a two, three-hour drive before they're getting regular cell service again to be able to send a, or enough to send a photo or whatever it may be. Right. So we, we talked about that, and I, I feel like 10 days – you know, okay, we we don't need your your picture and your score sheet. If you send a, an email in, like, hey, I shot a buck. I'm just getting out of the mountains. I'm gonna go shower for the first time in two weeks. Like, I'll get back to you. Cool. You know. Did we just have to touch base with you? Pretty much. Yeah. Let us know for you sure. killed one. <laughs> okay, that's fair. For sure. Because because the they at least had the hardest harvest the, photos when they shot it to send later. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, oh yeah. And and we and another thing, Ia, you're definitely taking pictures on a backcountry hunt where you're killing one for sure, sixteen miles in or whatever. But like, the thing is, we update the scoreboard every week, so it's it's like um, you definitely get your ten days, but you're not going to have any drama if you're if you've emailed us, you know, day eight, and then you get everything to us day eleven or twelve or whatever, like. You're not going to have any drama or anything. Yeah. Everybody's right. cool. cool about another it. reason, another good reason to reach out to is we see this a lot is, hey, I shot a buck. I dropped it off at my butcher, and now the head's already on its way to the taxidermist. And so now we have to be graceful with that person. Like, okay, you know, we, we're saying we want the score within 10 days. Well, that's not realistic now because now he's going back to work. But, hey, I shot a buck. Here's the pictures. As soon as I can get to the taxidermist, I will get a score for you. But again, yeah. they communicated with us, so we're tracking it. You guys are very it's, working class friendly. It's the honor system. Yeah. Yeah, it's the honor system. And I'll tell you guys where the 10-day rule originated. So I didn't have the 10-day rule back in 2019. All right. And it screwed us because what happened is – we had a group of guys that would have won it, didn't submit their deer until, like, they killed all their bucks, like, in September and early October. Didn't submit anything until Christmas. Mm. I just flat out told them, I was like, there's no way I can take these deer. The league will absolutely burn down. And I, And then we had another group of guys that went and got their deer officially scored after the drying period. Which we allowed for some reason. I don't know why we did, but we just did. And they ended up winning. <laughs> oh, they no ended shit. up going from going from third to first, which third first to third that year was within an inch and a half. So it wasn't like they made a big jump or anything, but they misscored their deer and 
I was like, man, we have got to keep this from happening again. Right. Because yeah. when yeah. people submit their score, that needs to be the dang score, and they need to do it in a timely manner. And I was like, the whole, hey, I just assume everybody's going to try to do the right thing or, or try to be a little bit, uh, do it with a little sense of urgency, those are all out the window now when you get several thousand people in this thing. So, like, I just said, hey, let's make a rule. Let's be hard on it. If somebody tries to submit a deer 20, you know, 20 days after they, they recover it, we, we're we not going to allow it, you know. Right, and, and, you, and, you, and don't, how we do it. you don't want to be the asshole, but at the same time, you got so many so many people involved in it now where you kind of got to be. Yeah. yeah. And what's cool about it, you know, everybody that was in those scenarios that I just described, they could have, like, the guys that I DQ'd their deer, they could have got pissed off and said, screw you, man, I'm not coming back, I'm going to bash you everywhere. Right. Uh, the guy, the, the team that got jumped and got beat, they could have said same thing. You know, they says crooked, you know, because it was actually some of my friends that won. That's what, what was real screwed up about it. Oh, well, I see how this great. goes now. Now I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah makes sense. I'm always manipulating shit. But like, <laughs> no, but what, but what's cool about it is everybody's still in the contest. I talk to all those guys regularly, and one of them's a moderator now. Like, so it's like, it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things that everybody's like, hey, they see we're in a tight spot, and like, we're always evolving, trying to make things better. Well, and that's awesome that those guys understood, and they're like, okay, we they seen where you're coming from, and they totally understood it. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I have no idea where I would be right now in my life if it wasn't for this, just like you guys with the podcast, right? You've, you've built this community. You've got these guys you talk to, these relationships, these friendships you've made that are life you know, they're life lasting. They've improved your life. They've been, you're better for it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I have no idea where I'd be right now if I didn't have this thing. It's a cool feeling, isn't I, it? Yeah, it's a great. It's a it's a fantastic feeling, and that's what I was looking at. I was kind of looking at y'all's history and stuff. Um, you know, since we started talking, since I met y'all out in Iowa, I was looking at y'all's history and stuff, and and I met uh, 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 Zach Jacoby out there. Yeah, great. And he's dude. just he's just great dude, solid dude out in Iowa. He was in our contest, and I, we were out there trying to get sponsors and stuff and just trying to meet some people. And I ran into him. I was like, dude, I recognize you. He's like, yeah, I was in the Bowen League contest. I was like, oh, cool. They were talking, and I was just like, you know what? You guys are building a community just like we are. And and that's what's, that's what's neat is because just when you thought everything was freaking lost, everybody's wanting to bash each other, all that bullshit, we don't have it in our stuff yeah so well that that's what's cool about like and maybe there's something we can work out but um our working class bow hunter shoot we spell s-h-e-w-t because we're idiots but that's what's so (laughs) cool about that shoot is i think everyone from the outside thinks it's this like competition and and then it's no it's not like bring everyone Everyone is welcome. We don't take highest score. We don't do any of that competition shit. No, we just want to have a damn good time, right? And have fun, and that's it. And so that's our way to actually interact with listeners or people who support us and all that is at you know in person. That is, you know, um, there's always social media interaction, which is great. It's a good second place, but it, when people come out to that, it's always fun to like cut up and mix up and have that sense of. Com- it's the best off season thing you could have. You know, absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's just everyone needs to come out, and the sense of community is what makes right. it so beautiful. And dude, honestly, after this year, I'm like, man, I wish it was five days long. Oh, absolutely. You know, it kind of like it made me sad big it was old, over. Big big old Woodstock. You know what's cool about <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, we we do we do some similar things. Um, we've done a, a turkey kickoff, we've done a deer kickoff, and we'll just it's basically just a hangout party guys shooting bows in the yard and stuff i mean we had, had 40 guys at my house and i was at that year i was like man i was like i really don't need to have it at the house <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah but i know you're saying like that stuff's fun like we we kind of use the podcast as an excuse a little bit like all of us in here in the studio talking you can ask our families like there there's something planned all the time but it, but you know i think it's healthy um because it's not like we're not going to the bar Right. We're not, right. uh, and, and no offense if you guys like football or sports, it's like we're not all going somewhere to just watch football. Like, we're doing healthy type life stuff. Like, in, anytime yeah. our whole crew gets together and friends and, and the community that surrounds us, we're shooting bows, we're talking hunting, we're playing games. Even if it's darts, we're we're together having a good time. Maybe we're drinking beer, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, we yeah, don't need that's to talk that's about that. the point. We don't need to talk about our alcohol problem. Like that's on you. Proper toilet. Well, and like six years ago, <laughs> six years ago when we started this, that's why we started it, so we can get together every week and talk about bow hunting because that's what we love. Exactly. Like it's not one year, right. one time a year thing where during hunting season you can talk hunting. But we want to do it all year long. And what's funny is it's like getting to the point where our day jobs are getting in the way of talking about hunting. Right. <laughs> Bunch yeah. of bullshit. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I hate to see it, but I love it. At this, you know what I mean? It's uh, it, they're good problems to have, but it, it's kind of the same. Uh, I think both our companies, uh, if you will, if you want to call them both companies, were started on the same basis of like a passion and an interest. Oh, absolutely. And has rolled into like what you were saying. You don't know where you'd be without it. I feel the same way with this. Like, what the fuck yeah, would I it, be doing? I'd be dead in the if, ditch, if probably. We, yeah, and if if we lost everything, right? Let's say we lose everything, lose all sponsorships, Facebook shuts the group down, everything just just gets destroyed. I'm going to still do the same stuff. Oh, absolutely. I've already made so many connections and stuff. I'll just start it over. Dude, the thing is, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. Like, if Spotify comes in at 80 mil, I'm gone, man. I'll just start another one. Hey, buy me out. You can't clone (laughs) me. That's right. (laughs) Try me. Good luck. <laughs> Try me, Joe Rogan. All your money. Yeah. <laughs> but but the the beautiful thing about bow hunting league, if Facebook shuts your group down, you just make a Facebook page with a forum, and then you you're good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you make your own social platform. You're fine. Um, yeah. Corey Corey, ba- Corey Bonin, uh, he works for Irisetter, and they they were, I uh, they helped us get launched with the turkey contests and stuff a couple of years ago and he he brings uh an industry insight to it you know he's in that retail deal and he's a rep and stuff but what's cool is he told me he said you need to capture email addresses yeah well i started doing that we started doing it last year and i didn't i was just kind of like whatever you know like you know this is cool but i didn't realize that in that year span that Facebook was going to restrict your reach so much like we, like our Facebook live videos. I used to get on Facebook live and have in the group and have 80, 90 people watching them. Right now I'll have eight. 10. Yeah. So how do I reach these guys? I send out 
a periodic email, like, hey, here's what's going on, just checking in, guys. That way I've still got contact with everybody. So, but that's, but that's just like, you know, what I'm saying is, you know, yeah, I got everything started, but I've had so many people help us just like DA does. Bust his ass all the time for us. I mean, it's just, it's, it's really neat. Like, to, and just like you guys, I mean, I know when y'all got started, y'all, y'all didn't look like you look now. Look at the, look at the people that are helping you guys and, yeah. and keeping everything going now. Yeah. It, and, it would almost and, be a problem if it was the same. And 40 pounds heavier. Hey, but, hey, <laughs> Bush Light, Wine and Google, beer, <laughs> food, marriage, kids. Getting old sucks. Yeah, that's right. 30s, you know. Yeah. Hey, I'm in my prime, brother. Yeah. Hey, how old are you, Doug? 30. You just turned 30. I just turned 30. Doug's yeah. a spring chicken. I'm the old guy of the group. Y'all are pups. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. youngsters, but, man, we drink a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> You're catching up. <laughs> Don't tell our wives, though. Hey, we have a good time. We're ha- It's a sense of community. We're hanging out with friends. That's what it is. It's keeping <laughs> it real. Hey. Is D- is DA still in here? I ain't heard him breathe. Oh, yeah, enough. yeah. No, I'm I'm over here. Dr- I'm drinking coffee because you know it's gonna be another long night. It's funny that we're talking about this. Like, you know, I work my day job, and then I get off and I work some side hustles, and then the next three, four, five hours is you know bow hunting league stuff, and, and it gets tiring after a while. I mean, you guys know the grind of of getting stuff out there. Oh yeah. But what is so refreshing, and you guys were touching on it earlier, it's kind of infectious. Because you've got these people who are so motivated and so excited for this upcoming season where I'm just sitting there, like, riding this high with them. Like, man, dude, I'm talking to you, and you got me all jacked up. Like, is mm-hmm. it September yet? Like, let's go. So, I mean, I love it. I'm I'm reamped every single day. See, that's awesome to hear because, you know, that also ties right back in the community you guys have built and some of the people that we've surrounded ourselves with. Like, if you're friends with Clint Casper – our boy from Ohio, yeah. he and I always say he's the most Western dude east of the Mississippi. If you're friends with that dude, you talk to him three times. I talk to Clint probably every day, and he found out I drew this tag. You should like if you could feel the fire that motherfucker lights <laughs> in your ass. Like it, those are the people you need to surround yourself with because they motivate you. Like if uh, yeah, sure, I'm motivated on my own to kill whitetails, but if I didn't have the podcast and like come here and talk with my boys, you know, I mean, you got to think. We come to the studio, the build up all the way until we hit the record button. We're talking about hunting. Oh, and yeah. We're talking about hunting the whole time, and then afterwards, we're still talking about hunting. So it's like it's if I didn't have that, I'd still have motivation, but not near as much. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, and and yeah. besides the point, we have a group chat where we're talking about hunting all week until we see each other in person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know where I don't know outside of the hunting community how many people have groups of friends or as close as we all are. Like, and I'm talking like, you know, right. the close WCB group, and I'm sure you you guys have a close group, like you said, having 40 guys over to shoot bows at your house is, is badass. Um, mm-hmm. But I just don't know, like, is there football guys that have the camaraderie the same way that hunting guys have it? I, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, they you might. Know, I hope. I'm sure, I'm sure you guys played played sports and stuff, and nah. I played college baseball, and, and you know, and I, and I had a really good time with it, and and I noticed that I when when that was over and done with and, and I was done, I was missed there was a huge hole in my life. And I'm thankful I found this because yeah, everything else is great. I mean I've got a fantastic life excluding Boeing League, right? But this fuels everything else. This this gets me going for 
for everything else and make sure that, you know, that I'm doing the right things and, and, and making sure I can get out and hunt and stuff. But <clears throat> like you were talking about, like these guys are fired up. Well, I just met this guy. His name's Rob Till. All right. He's an Oklahoma guy. He's um, in his fifties <clears throat> and just a solid dude, cancer survivor. He, he gave me this story. He just told me this story the other day. He was like, you know, he's like, I used to be a hard ass and didn't, didn't, I didn't want anybody around me. I was only concerned about, you know, me killing the biggest deer. I didn't want anybody hunting with me, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And he said when he, well, you know, after he got cancer and stuff, he, he had like a big wake up call. He's like, dude, I'm missing out on life. I need friendships. You know, he's like, I need to be a decent person. And, um, this guy is so fired up all the time about hunting. It's all he does. And he's a, he's a taxidermist and stuff too. He's one of our sponsors. He's just a huge advocate for the league. And I just met this guy and like, he is like 100%. I feel like he's more about bow hunting league than I am. And it's cool because I don't like, it doesn't matter. Cause I'm sure you guys get bogged down and stuff. And like, there's commitments you have to do and you're like, dadgummit, I have to be gone for five days for this show. I need, I need to be home, blah, blah, blah. But these kind of guys, they help fuel the fire because they make you realize why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. That's great to hear, man. Like, I don't know, man, that, that, that type of stuff hits me a little different now. You know what I mean? Like when I hear people have like a change of, uh, I don't know, perspective a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's good. Cause I, I kind of feel that way a little bit. Like, uh, it's, it, I mean, being like, I'm hunting by my own, fuck everybody else. That's easy to do in Illinois. It's cutthroat. Like yeah. good luck yeah. finding a good piece of public and good luck finding a good piece of private. Unless you had like an end or you own ground or have a lease, but good luck finding a lease or too. you're a millionaire, you know, or yeah, you know, but, yeah. um, I, I, I get that a little bit. Like there's things I've thought about, you know, with the change in my life lately with my dad passing. I'm like, dude, I'm. I feel like I'm a pretty good dude, but I need to be a better dude and, and maybe yep. like hear people out a little more on certain things. And, uh, which I think is good. Like, you know, it's, it's all life, uh, well, life. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all, you're bettering your life. I just reworded it cause I'm too dumb right. to like think of real words. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Adjectives. Um, I'm, you just try to better your life yeah. in different ways. When, I hear what you're saying. When, when things affect you, you know what I mean? You're right. like, man, life's so short. I need to think yeah. about things a little different and, and hunting is our life. So maybe that like you can recorrect certain things or maybe get someone into it or just, uh, I don't know, whatever it is, camaraderie and whatever facet well, you yeah, want. And, and I, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm picking up what you're saying. And like, I, I love bringing people to the sport, <clears throat> but at the same time, I want to take care of these guys that have been grinding it out for like six, seven years that hadn't killed shit. Right. Yeah. Like the ones that, that are hardcore in the group, you know, the ones that, you know, that are always like active and like try to support people and stuff. This is, and I'm, I'm going to kind of fill you in on this idea I had and, and hopefully we can get there. You know, it's it's hard to make money when you're a free contest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's hard to have cash flow, but, in an ideal world, okay, I would love to have control of a couple of different farms and take guys hunting. Yeah. And you know, and, and but and the and it's and it's not 
for any reason other than trying to give them a life experience that they wouldn't have without the group, you know, mm-hmm. without, without their connections and stuff. And that's, we'll get there eventually. Like a bow hunting league lease is yeah. what you're saying, or like and, an owned and, farm or something like that. Yeah. And, 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 and that was another, um, that this is one of these ideas that, that, um, was brought to me, you know, Corey made a comment one day. He's like, yeah, he said, it'd be badass to buy a, uh, like a cabin out in Montana or something and just set it up kind of like a timeshare for guys. If they needed somewhere to stay to try to do a backcountry hunt or something. Dude, I think but, with, with the amount of companies that you guys have that are in on this and the, and the numbers, you know, you would definitely leverage that to give back to like the community of bow hunting league, like whether it is, yeah, renting, renting or buying a cabin around a ton of BLM ground and over the counter unit. You know, that's one way and, and buy the guy's tags or purchase a lease in a state like like uh, Illinois or Indiana or Ohio or I don't know, Wisconsin, any over the counter bow hunting state, Kentucky, Kentucky. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It goes on and on. Missouri um, get, purchase a lease and then have a spot for guys to come out week by week where they could go out and experience a good hunt, you know, and just kind of calculate yeah. how they do it. Yeah, I think that's definitely very attainable. Being be a target-rich environment, you know, like where you know you're going to see animals, stuff like that. And, like, we, I feel like we have the network to do it. And even if it was me, even if it's me supplementing some of these guys that have a lot of trust in us, and like, hey, let's let's get somebody their first Pope and Young this year. And there's a guy, you know, he's got this badass Ohio farm or something, and he's like, yeah, I believe in you guys, and I can help him out. I mean, like, but you have to have cash flow for that stuff. And yeah, yeah. We'll get there eventually, but so, like, right now so we're ben, all on free labor. <laughs> so, so, so Ben, Ben is doing this, you know, thirty thousand foot view, you know, grand yeah. plan thing, but. Um, you know, a hunt of a lifetime or an experience of a lifetime is all relative. So one thing that I'm happy that we can do right now is provide that place for someone to come in and learn, find a mentor and and find a way to grow. Again, I, I started hunting in 2014 at the age of 25. And I was so lucky to sign into this little hunting group. There must have been 100 people. I don't think anyone was under the age of 50, but they took the time. They mentored me. I listened. And over the years, because of them, I've grown into a better hunter. Mm-hmm. And and again, I, I, I ask you to go look at some of these Facebook groups. Go look at some of these larger hunting forums, and it's garbage. <clears throat> it, it's If you ask a question, the first thing I'm you know they're saying to you is, use the search function, you idiot. You yeah. know, <laughs> it, or, it, or, it's called or YouTube. Look it up. Yeah, yeah, but but again, that's not going to happen here. You know, um, I, I'm very strict on what we allow to be posted in this page. I have banned sponsors before because they didn't follow the rules. Like we're we're no one's above the law in here. But again, it gives that comfortable environment for people to come in and they're willing to reach out to someone and be like, "Hey, I'm brand new. I need help. I'm vulnerable. What can we do about this?" You know. Mm-hmm. So again, Ben wants to provide this farm and these cool hunts. But at, the, at, at a smaller level, we are providing it right now because we're giving these people an area to come in and learn 
grow and go create experiences on their own. I think it's great, dude. It's awesome. It's great. I, I, I will, for me trying to play devil's advocate, I was doing it strictly for conversation for, for the record, Mm -hmm. but, um, I love that it's, it it wasn't anywhere steered that direction that it could have been, you know, like, so that's like best case scenario. Um, I'll throw something at you and then you tell me to kick rocks yet again, or we'll conversate about it. Um, have you guys ever thought about down the road? So say, yeah, this is all the camaraderie and all that too, whatever. Say in the next five years, 10 years, you take the winners of each year and you go and you put them in like a super league. And then that's that's where the guys like, yeah, it's still the fun environment. Those guys, like the killers of the killers, are giving each other shit the whole time. But also, it's a little more serious because there's something up for grabs. They're in their own league. They're in their own league. Like they've earned themselves into the super league of Bohane League. That like King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Kind Justice of. League. Have you guys King ever thought of something like that? Like, yeah, you've you've won Bohane League one year. Now you're in the super league. So you were talking about bucks of a lifetime earlier and, and those buck killers that, you know, we, we've got teams of people that that team might not shoot any bucks, but if they do shoot bucks, they're all 180 plus. Yeah. So uh, it, it's kind of a hit or miss and it's kind of, you know, tough to pick that king of the league hill or, you know, king of the hill league. But I, I think that, you know, unless you tell me a different, Ben, I think we keep it all in one. But what I see in five years is instead of it being – you know, $2,500 to the, the winning team. Like, here's three GMC, Denali, Duramax, uh, diesels. Here's, a, you know, just something ridiculous. I like that. And it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that's the thing. If Chevrolet came to me right now, and this, this is what, this is, I think, what keeps us where we're at is because I'm not greedy. Chevrolet came to me and they parked three trucks in my driveway right now and said, Hey, give these away or, you know, make them a prize or whatever. They would sit there parked until we had a winner. Like, I'm not going to drive them. You'd give two away because one would be your daily. Right. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, hey, listen, you might hey, have integrity, but cool. not me, brother. <laughs> well, well, no, this, this is what's cool about it, man, is I've got a job and I got a nice truck out there that gets it done. So like, I and mean, that's the way I look at it is, you know, give it – nothing comes – anything that comes from this, like anything that comes to this, like, you know, prizes and stuff and you guys donate stuff, it, it stays in it because the thing is you can't get anywhere if you if you think about yourself first. That's you true. Know? Like you can't. And uh, that – I mean, no, like I would – I mean, it would be amazing to give away three trucks. And I don't, and I don't think it's like far fetched, but you just got you got to make huge gains before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I like where your guys' heads are at. Like that's you guys are thinking big. That's what you need. You know what I mean? Like it's. But I, I, I was just thinking ahead a little bit. Like maybe there's a thing there, the Super League. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Um, it would probably be a. Um, you know, we've we've tossed it around a little bit, but like, you know, these guys have to build their own brands though first, right? You know, if if if, if all they do is win our contest or or um, you know, they 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 kill big deer and 
and they're not building their own brand. Like, I, I don't really, I don't know the advantage that they have over anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what's what's cool is the guys that, that are building their brands and stuff, they do have a lot to gain out of this in some capacity, probably three or four years down the road. And, uh, and I, I, I really believe though, it, it, it has to stay authentic mm-hmm. because if, because if you, if you, if you make this like super league or this all-star team or whatever, these guys are now unrelatable. I see what and, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But I also I'm think hard earned, like hard earned bucks or hard-earned hunts like guys that grind it out that are on a different level because they earned it though like i feel like people can respect that because oh it, yeah it's the whole uh the started from the bottom now you're there mentality yeah it's like that's people love a good success story like i was just, i just signed up like everybody else mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. won yeah and here i am with yeah. a new denali because because yeah. ben and dan <laughs> gave me one look at me yeah yeah, yeah wouldn't that be sweet yeah, yeah that's that's a. Uh, and you know that would be that'd be something cool. I just, hopefully, I don't, hopefully I, I, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. I, I said you guys could tell me well, to kick I, rocks. So here's my thing: is <laughs> you know we've already said that we've already said this in the podcast. Like some of these guys that are the straight killers, they don't want to be separated into a an elite class. That's like, true too. Yeah. Like bro, like, bro, I just I work and I hunt and I kill. We had okay, so I'm gonna tell you about a guy we had last year. I'm just trying and, to spice it I up. Mean, is all. No, 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 good. no, you're, you're the man you're doing it. See, we don't ever have anybody say anything like this. They're always like, I'm not everybody. I mean, we've been on some amazing podcasts, but like most of the time people aren't thinking like on in your level or, or your layer. Hey, I'm on your team. Not I'm on actively, your team here. Yeah. We're, and, but we're in the but league. Not, but they, they've, well, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. We normally don't have guys that are in the league. You know, they're hearing about it for the first time. So we're, you know, they don't, everything's new. You know, now you guys are our competitors trying to beat us, and 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 that's what's cool about it. Yeah, what's cool is I've also got a post scheduled for a couple of days where it's a lot of podcasts who have created teams, and I'm going to indirectly start a feud between you all. Oh crap! <laughs> that's all right. uh, Listen, I don't think you realize that we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching their P's and Q's. Though we're just shitting on them. Yeah, listen, the other other podcasts watch their language, not fucking us. <laughs> We drink beer and uh, slur a lot on our podcast. Hey, you swear at work and swear after work, you know. That's right. What's up? My boss listens to this. What's up? It's called Shop Talk. Keep it real. <laughs> we're idiots. We're 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 90% sarcastic about everything we say for the record. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's 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 how I mean, you can't you can't be serious, man. Like all this stuff is just a huge distraction from reality. You know, like take it anytime you can get it, though, man. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Are you really going to start a feud with podcasts? Because that's pretty fucking funny. If you're going to do that, is there more? There's, <laughs> well, there's got to be a handful of podcasts signed up, right? There, there are. That's what you know. Oh, I, yeah. I might have, I might have a bunch of collages saved for that specific reason. Give so, us one. So oh kinda, shit! What's one podcast? I'm kind of, I'm kind of deviant at times. And uh, I like to do, you know, like the psychological warfare. And, and what better way than to, you know, get a bunch of podcast, you know, teams going at each other? And because, you know, here's the thing: you start talking crap to the other podcast, they're talking crap back to you. And I, I think banter is healthy. 
Banter oh, is healthy. Really oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's so healthy, and it's good because you can relate to it. It's the, it's the straight-up douchebag shit-talking. <laughs> we're not going to we're not gonna take that. We'll, I'll, I'll show you the band hammer real quick. Yeah, yeah. Ban- Trust me, if it wasn't for banter, none of us would get along in this room. Oh, yeah. You spend That's one day in a WCB studio, you realize what banter is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nothing but shitting on each other yeah. in our own community. Uh, by the way, we drink too much to let anything affect us. So uh, good luck to the other podcasts. <laughs> oh, right, no, that's good. That's good. I mean, so we've got a mod thread, and that thing is it is ruthless. So we're sitting out there last year. We're sitting at 49,800 inches for the whole overall contest. Wow. All right. And, and, and there's like four days left of the hunting season. Um, I'm out hunting with my buddy in Florida. He drops two bucks. All right. So we're, we're at 49,900 and some change. 22. Not, and 22. <laughs> I won't ever and, forget it. <laughs> and, and I'm sitting there, and, you know, I'm a couple inches behind Ben on the uh, King of Time. And, and I've got them talking so much shit to me. But here was the thing. I'm sitting out there, and I've got nothing but forkies and little six-pointers walking by me. And I was like, I want so bad to wipe this in Ben's face and hit 50,000 <laughs> inches for the for the overall cost. And I'm just getting shit on, but nope, I just, I had to let him go. So we have a lot of fun. And, and, and I, I, again, I hope some people join and, and just come check us out because we want to have a lot of fun with you. Again, this is what it is all about. Like, I feel like we kind of sound like politics, like, man, this all sounds way too good to be true. This is a shit sandwich. Come check us out. Even if you don't want to participate, I guarantee you, if you want to see some good people, a bunch of deer die. And a lot of good camaraderie. Just come follow the page. You're not going to regret it. Hey, that's fair, man. Is is there anything that we have missed about bow hunting league? Is there anything we haven't touched on? I just want to make sure that there's nothing that we haven't actually hit. If if someone's wondering, uh, we do have an elk contest. It's not as big yet. I'm trying to grow that up. But if you've got an elk tag this year, pop in there. We got some prizes to give away. But I think the one thing that we never really talk about on any podcast. And it's good to bring up is like, this is not a perfect system. We're sitting here talking about integrity and we know there's a bunch of people who suck. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they say like, you know, how, how do you know someone, how do you know someone's not going to cheat? How do you know they're not going to shoot it with a rifle and then go uh, enter it as a bow kill? And, and I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't happen. It, it probably does. But uh, Ben and I have talked about this and as we grow, it becomes a little bit easier. Uh, you got a three man team. Okay. If one of you shot one with a rifle and you told your buddies, like, I'm going to go enter this in the league, they're probably going to give you shit before you even try to do that. You you know, they're going to hold you accountable. It's a tough Um, look. Beyond that, there goes my plan. It it is. (laughs) (laughs) Team Iowa WCB. Yeah, unless you just got three shitheads on the same team. (laughs) Hey, Doug. Doug, shut up. <laughs> Don't say that. And, and we, can't, we can't prevent it all, but what's as we grow, um, you know, let's say they, let's say we did have three shitheads that did that, and, and we, now we're going to plaster their bucks all over, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Well, social media goes around quick. Uh, you know, all it takes is Johnny from down the street. Like, look, just so you know, those guys shot it with a rifle. And we, we are thrown confusing situations all the time we're flexible we take care of it and we move forward so mm-hmm. i'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's a perfect system but where we're at right now is the best that we've got to operate and we still ha- i think we've got 98.5 percent of the stuff worked out 
That's awesome. Right. Yeah, I think it's great. You guys yeah, are killing um, it. We, we all, yeah, and, you know, one thing we didn't talk about, we, right now the only competition we have going on is the is the one shot. So <clears throat> if you guys have been in the group, you probably don't have enough time to look at anything else other than your own stuff. But It's, it's hard, uh, I'm not going to lie. And that's and that that's the same way I am. Like I mean, people tell me about this awesome stuff over here or, or there, and I don't, I don't even see it because I only have time to mess with our stuff and shipping stuff out and everything else. But like the the main thing is um, what about the one shot is we have this um, one shot bracket. Okay, the the shoot in is actually next week, and it's for. Uh, you shoot in to get into this bracket that's head to head week by week. And the winner actually wins a $1,500 prize. It's free. It's, it's supported by our sponsors. It's supported by Gander RV and outdoors. We've got, uh, next, next level deer supplements. We've got all kinds of stuff, uh, out on limb, uh, manufacturing, you know, just all kinds of gift cards and all kinds of stuff. Right. And what's cool about it, it's free. It's in your yard. So if somebody just, if you know, everybody should be shooting their bow right now, or at least getting their stuff tuned to where they can shoot it. Um, it's one shot a week, super easy to get into. So if you just join the ba- uh, the Facebook group owning league, you can, you'll see what you need to see and you'll do, you can do what you need to do on that. <laughs> okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> or fifth, I don't know. I love you'll see what you need to see and see what you need to do, or whatever the hell. Yeah, it sounds like a Joe right. Dirt Joe Dirt quote. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, damn, there it is, man. Yeah, put that <laughs> on. Scooters, her screw don'ts yeah, with or without a scooter stick. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, no, I think yeah. it's great, guys. I appreciate you for building the bowhunting community in a unique way, a new unique way. Um, I have some ideas. We'll talk off air. Um, but no, I appreciate your guys' time. Thank you for being our first, uh, not in-studio guest, but our first guest on our first recording in our new studio. That does mean a lot. Um, next yeah. one we'll have to do in-studio. That's awesome. Yeah, and, I, and I'm happy for you guys. That's a huge accomplishment uh, just to get to that point and, and you see now all the, you know, the fruitation of, of what y'all been working on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yep. we appreciate and, uh, you. Know what will be cool to if you guys win this, uh, you know, internal podcast contest, I'll send you a trophy <laughs> in your new your new place. Just, you know. I'm yeah, not we, anything, we got two teams just, entered into it. So. I see what you're doing, stirring shit up a bit. I like it. Like, oh, we're coming, we're coming to win the whole thing. Yeah, we're, hey, listen, fuck that awesome. podcast competition. Fuck all y'all. Y'all going down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny you if, like, take all of the trophy. I just went dark as hell at the end of the podcast after being like, I love camaraderie. <laughs> yeah, hardcore. Like, screw everybody. Yeah, Eat fuck shit. all y'all. We're coming for you. For real. <laughs> you're, for real. You're the dick bag we've been talking about the whole podcast. Oh, like, oh, man. Surprise, bitch. Gotcha. Yeah. You hate to see yeah. it. No, they, they ain't going to pull out his hammer when we get done with this thing. Everybody's going to get banned. <laughs> yeah. This immediately banned me from the ground. Band hammer. <laughs> you haven't even joined yet in your band. How funny would that be? Yeah. It's like Team Illinois WCB is automatically needing one more person. Yeah. They're disqualified. <laughs> disqualified. Uh, you cut off. You cut off. That's hilarious. Uh, no, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for what you do. Hey, let everyone know if they need to sign up, where to find you guys, how to do the whole shebang. Just one last reminder before we go. Bowhuntingleague.com. We have a form that you cannot miss. 
It's free. All you need is names and email addresses to sign up. After you get done with that, hop over to the Bow Hunting League Facebook group. Get in there and just look at the posts and stuff, and you'll figure it out. Lots of stuff to win all the time. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much, man. I wish you guys the best of luck, and uh, keep us in the loop. It'll be fun kind of... Kind of competing, but also like being lighthearted about it. I'm looking, looking forward, forward to it, fellas. Is there a, real quick? Is there a date where they like can't sign up anymore? August thirty first is our last day to sign up. Okay, that's a cutoff. Okay, we're just in time. We're yeah, just that's in time. Okay. I'm going yep, to try my best to get in the group and try to like gather a sense of community there. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a goal <laughs> without rest. <laughs> go fuck some go shit in, up. Go, go in there and yeah, just go in there and harass a bunch of people. See how it goes. I don't want Dan to ban me the fuck out <laughs> of there. We're just gonna kick open the doors and just start flexing on people. Yeah. First, we're, first gonna, we're, we're just gonna submit a video of us for no reason. <laughs> Look at this one ten. Eat shit, everyone. It's a dead buck on the side of the road. <laughs> this one ten. It's like a one. 80 in Florida. What's up, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just killed this one with my bumper. <laughs> yeah. Didn't go 20. <laughs> Damn it. You guys are regretting doing this podcast real quick, I bet. Um, I love it. This is great. Well, thank you guys so much. Stay on the line. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Join the bow hunting league. Why not? It's a sense of community. It's a sense of camaraderie. Um, compete against us. It, whether or not you believe this or not, we hope you beat us. But if you do, don't expect us to talk to you. So you, you know, <laughs> Jesus, choose your own adventure. Yeah. I'm kidding, everybody. Choose your own adventure. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.